the icons of real estate podcast are you ready to learn the proven money-making secrets from top producing icon agents ready to skyrocket your business this podcast is for you tune in every week and find out how to implement proven strategies to 10 times your business from three million dollars to 30 million dollars in just 12 months brought to you by the masters in real estate marketing ardor seo Welcome to the Icons of Real Estate. I'm Tim Calloway. We have a wonderful show today with a very special guest all the way from Bellingham, Washington, Tim Cornwell. Tim, how are you? Doing awesome, Tim. The Tim yeah, Squared Tim Show. Squared. I love yeah, it. right. I love that. I think your thumbnail for the show. <laughs> two, two winners, two winners. Well, Tim, I'm going to ask you the same first question I ask everybody who comes on the show. Uh, this would be the one time you, you know, you I lump you in with everybody else, but I got to know. Were you the child of five years old, you know, tugging on your parents' pant legs saying, mom, dad, how do I become a realtor? Or were you like most <laughs> of us where we just kind of fell back into it? If only, if only. Right? No, that was not me at five. <laughs> yeah. So so what happened? So how did you get into real estate? And what's the story there? Yeah, well, it's funny that you uh, you frame it in that way because every, you know, so many people feel like, hey, at five years old, you know, most kids, figure, you know, I, this is what I want to be when I grow up. Yeah. Yeah. And, you know, I wanted to play in the NFL at five years old. Hey, I want to play pro football. Why well, not? that never happened. Yeah. So, <laughs> so the rest of my up, you know, growing up years and then into adulthood, honestly, it was that nagging question of what do I really want to be when I grow up? You know, what is, what am I good at? Where's my passion? What gets me excited? And I, journeyed down a multiple career paths, um, different career paths, some of them entrepreneurial. At one point in time, I started and ran my own commercial bakery specializing in cheesecakes. Mm. That's a completely different story. Um, but I also got involved. I was a mechanic and a millwright. I uh, sold heavy equipment for a while, got into sales and um, got into sales, started in sale advertising sales. And this was a new experience because it was 100% commission right. and uh, the idea that you get paid only if you produce a result uh, was a new concept which was exciting scary and challenging all at the same time but the idea of unlimited income certainly was what really drove me to explore that then I got into um, like I said other commission jobs got and I took other salary jobs as well and leadership management that type of thing but you know, nothing really ever got me fired up. It, it, I always felt like there was something missing. Like, you know what? I know I'm capable of more. I just don't know what that is. And right. I was searching and seeking and exploring and trying out, like I said, trying all these different career paths. In 2000, probably around 2006, 2007, I, I got this idea. A friend of mine was flipping cars. He would go to the local auto, public auto auction, buy a car, and I always saw him driving around kind of cool cars. And I'm like, how are you doing this? And he's like, oh, yeah, I just buy them at the auto auction or I find them on eBay and I buy them and then I resell them. And I was like, oh, wow. Well, maybe I'll give that a try. So that's where I started. That's kind of like my first step into real estate was flipping cars. And then by there wasn't a lot of money in that for me. It, it was pretty time consuming and the, it was fun, though. I enjoyed it. I love cars. Uh, but then I got into in 2010. 
I uh, had been attending local real estate investor meetings mm -hmm. and learning about what is real estate investment and watching these shows on Discovery Channel, you know, flip this house. Right. And I'm like, well, it's kind of like flipping cars, but it's flipping houses. And these people on the show didn't seem extraordinarily bright to me. And I thought, you know, <laughs> thank you for your honesty, Tim. I appreciate it. <laughs> <laughs> but you know what it was? It, it created this sense of believability for me where I saw myself as that, hey, these people aren't untouchables. These right. people are regular folks and they're making some pretty good money, more money than I've ever made on a lump sum type of a transaction. So I'm watching these shows. I start going to the local real estate investor meetups. And uh, one, one of the meetups, the, a guy came up and said, hey, here's what I do. I'm a real estate trainer. I'm a mentor. I'm a coach. I will help you become a real estate investor. So get into the business, buy my CDs, and I'll teach you how to do fix and flips or acquisitions, you know, owner financing, kind of a lot of different um, right. wide spectrum of training. And I said, yeah, you know what? Gosh, I think that makes sense. And I remember calling my wife at the break and I said, hey, I think I found what I want to do when I grow up. Right. I want to do real estate full time. And she's like, wow, that's pretty exciting because we've been on that journey together. And I said, I need to spend $3,000 that we don't have to buy this course. What do you think? She's like, well, and then this has been the story of really my success has been my wife, Lynn. She's always had my back. Yeah. And she's very, she's got great intuition and discernment on the things that I should pursue and things that I shouldn't pursue. And for some reason, her, discern, her discernment and intuition at that point in time, she felt like, yes, I could see you being successful doing this. You put $3,000 on a Visa card and, and let's make this happen. And nice. so that, that's really what, that was the, that was the big decision point. It's like, okay, am I going to, is this something I'm going to do? Or am I just going to go to another seminar, listen to it and, you know, chalk it up to, to knowledge. Uh, yeah. But really I took that knowledge and information and I really started to apply it. And within six months, I had purchased my first fix and flip and I had, um, didn't have any money. So I got really creative on how I acquired different pro projects and different properties, combination of partnering with contractors on projects, private money, the idea that there are people in my world that I know that have an abundance of liquidity and they're willing to loan that out on a project that makes sense. And so being able to acquire private money financing, to be able to partner with contractors on projects, to be able to um, use lines of credit, unsecured personal lines of credit, for different things on projects and then seller financing this concept that i'd really never heard of before which is that someone owns a property and they want to sell it and maybe they would provide the financing and loan me the money instead of me going to a bank and getting a loan was the crazy concept which i have been has successfully used to purchase multiple properties over the years right. years and they love it you know a seller that's willing to loan to a buyer like me is someone that wants to put their money to work and keep it working and generating a return and they know the collateral. I mean, the collateral they're loaning on is something they've owned. And then they're handing that off to create some more freedom or get them to another chapter in their yeah, life. Not a, not a lot of risk there for sure. Yeah. So it, it, real estate investing it, is what got me into it. And then ultimately in 2012 is when I went full-time, got my real estate license, became a real estate agent and also an investor. And so that was, you know, a little over 10 years ago, I've been in the business now as an agent. 
That's a one-two combo right there. Indeed right? it is. I got to know, Tim, I'm going to back up about a minute or two into your story. I may even change what we discuss here. Where do you find a wife like that? Yeah, sure. <laughs> we don't have the money. I've been married uh, 30, 31, I got to remember this, right? 30, 31 years in March. I never had that conversation. No, right. Ah, that's fantastic, though. I love that story, Tim. That that that's just an amazing, you know, start startup story. So here we are over, say, the past 13, 14 years since you first, you know, got into that foray. It wasn't Carlton Sheets, was it? No, no <laughs> just, just a local guy. I've, yeah. I, I have sat in a few of those seats before watching different people. So like, there's a lot of good uh, information out there either yeah. way. But Let's talk about today a little bit. Um, I did a little due, due diligence on your team. You built quite a team for yourself there in town. Uh, tell me about that and how you how you went from probably originally a solopreneur into team building. Absolutely. I will answer that question, but I'm going to answer the first question you asked me about. How do you find a wife like that? Ah, here we go. And uh, because I'm a man of faith. So I believe that I have just been blessed with a lot of good things in my life that I don't deserve. And I'm just really fortunate that way. And honestly, my wife, having a wife like I have is nothing yeah. I, I didn't do anything. So to, right. <laughs> to earn the woman that is, is committed to me and supportive of me and believes in me. And, and honestly, it just, it just chokes me up a little bit just to think yeah. about her role in my success because you know it's really easy to be a, to doubt myself it's, it's easy to just like, well, you know, I'll never be able to do that. And, you know, and I, mm -hmm. you know, I question myself all the time. And right. so for, to have a voice in my life, the closest person in my life, that's in my ear telling me we're going to be okay. I'm not freaked out. I'm not worried. We'll find a way. She doesn't puff me up. Like you're the greatest yeah. thing ever. It's very right. realistic, but it's not, it's not a voice of doubt or a voice of questioning the legitimacy of a dream. And I would just say for anybody on the, that's listening to this, if you don't have that in your spouse, I'm, there's not a lot yeah. you can do about that. I mean, you can work on it, but you've got to find someone in your life that will, will have that voice. You need another voice of encouragement, another voice that will speak truth in love. I have an accountability partner. I have another real estate agent here in town where we have been meeting for probably the last seven or eight years, every Thursday morning. And he and I basically, our intention is we are here every week to help each other get the most out of life. Right. And so we do that for each other. So I have my wife that's supporting me at home. And then I found someone in the professional world that I share that same experience with in that exchange of, man, I'm scared. There's doubt. I'm concerned, right. you know, talk me into this thing, keep me going, you know? Yeah, um, for sure. So that is, you know, if there was any piece of advice I could give people watching the show today, it's like right there. Cause that inner, you know, some people are wired up different than me and they just have tons of confidence and they just believe in right. themselves. And there's like, without question, they just hard charge and change the world. I feel like I'm a little more average in that respect that, you know, I've got some confidence here and there and some dreams and passions, but along the way comes doubts and questions and those yeah. kind of things. So it's so that? that's conquered a many a men. Yeah. Yeah, 100%. Right? For sure. 100%, but, yeah, a wonderful, wonderful story, though. And it says a lot to your character, of course. I'm not going to ask too personal questions, but I'm sure you've been married for some time. 
and uh you know and it and it takes faith and it takes love and endurance and then also having that voice of you know and as i was listening to you i was like you know and that voice of reason and that that voice of forgiveness i could i could go through all these different voices um and, and i've been as i said before I've, I've been married 30 years and three years before that dating not quite a high school sweetheart more of a college age sweetheart but so i understand completely what you're saying and i agree ten thousand percent if that's a real number we've been married 35 years congratulations yeah oh, i love it that's fantastic <laughs> I love, I love hearing that because you just don't hear it too much anymore. Yeah, you know, I, I'm, you know, you know and at the end of the day, like I said, it's it's nothing I've done. It's honestly, she's right. She, I just give her so much credit for you know keeping us together and and moving forward. So it's very exciting. I will say this about the voices in the head. There is a great book called The Untethered Soul. I'm not quite sure who write, who wrote it, but The Untethered Soul addresses a lot of these inner voices and those kind of things. Um, right. But yeah, back to your now, back to your second question, which was starting in real estate, July 3rd, 2012. And uh, isn't it interesting how certain dates you remember so crystal clearly? Right. I remember that day well. And emblazoned uh, on the mind. Yeah. Solo agents trying to figure it out. And honestly, I'd, I'd interviewed every brokerage in town. I'm a little bit of an analyzer. And, you know, so like I knew all of the, the companies in town because I had worked at a title company prior to going and getting my license. And so I knew all the brokerages. And so I interviewed, you know, probably six or seven of the most prestigious, most respectable names in the business. I selected one, which I thought was the best. And I walked in the front door that first day and I said, Hey, I'm Tim, new agent. I, where do I go? Right. <laughs> She's like, oh, great. Yeah. great. I got, I got, I got you. I got you covered. So we started walking and we're walking and we're walking in the lobby. I'm going, man, we're getting farther and farther away from the lobby. Pretty soon, I'm in the very back of the building, like as far away from the lobby as you possibly can be. And there's this little, there's a little room just wide enough. There's like a, a desk along mounted on the wall and then just enough room to walk along the back side of that desk with two chairs. She goes, well, here you are. I was like, oh, okay. Wow. Great. <laughs> the corner office. Um, <laughs> yes, exactly. So I sat down and she says, uh, so welcome. And uh, good luck. And if you have any questions, let me know. And then she disappeared. And I was like, whoa, this is like the best brokerage I could have picked to hang my license at. It wasn't EXP, by the way, at the time. Right. And I was like, huh. So I spent the next season, the next six months, figuring it out on my own. And wow. fortunately, we had just sold our house because I was all in on this new career path. I'm going to sell my house. I'm going to move into a rental. I'm going to take the equity of my house and we'll use it to live on if we need to. Yeah. And so we did that. And fortunately, we didn't need to live on the equity. I figured it out within six months, like I said. But it was, there were some dark days of uncertainty and like, wow, what did I get myself into? But eventually, you know, because of the, the because of kind of like my title and escrow background and my investing background, I was able to deliver a lot of value to builders and developers in the community because I knew how to find a good deal. Right. So I was still going out and finding deals. I'm having, I'm building spec houses. I'm developing duplex lots. I'm subdividing little small short plats. You know, I bought an apartment during that time with owner financing. So I'm doing my own deals and I've gotten pretty good at figuring out if you look at a, if you look at a piece of property, I'm able to see things that people don't see with just the naked eye, you okay. know, because there, yeah. there's like, 
here's a here's a five thousand square foot lot in the city. Okay, whatever. I guess you build a house. But I know that in the city of Bellingham, we have different zoning allowances. We have different strategies that the city's employing to create density. There's creative things you can do. So it's many times there's more than meets the eye on any particular piece of property. Well, I was able to see that and be able to communicate that to a client and say, hey, you know, I was just looking at this property over here. I think you could probably, you know, convert this into two lots. Hey, I look into this property over here. It's got a house, but I think you could add a duplex in the backyard. And so people are starting, like, they're like digging it. You know, like, wow, can you find more deals like this for me? I'm like, yeah, I can do that. So before you know it, I'm picking up these clients. I'm helping them buy deals. Mm -hmm. But then they're also like, well, when we fix the deal up, we're just going to sell it. Can you be my listing agent? And so pretty soon I'm I'm helping them. And actually got to the point in time with this investment class or this group where one one time they asked me to come speak. So I go, oh, cool. So I'll be the speaker this time. This is crazy, you know. (laughs) So, you know, couple of years into real estate, all of a sudden I'm speaking at this event. Well, right afterwards, a guy runs up to me and says, hey, I'm a, I fix and flip houses. I need a real estate agent that gets it. Um, could you could you be my realtor? And can you, I need a house. I need, I have a house I need to get listed right now. Right. So it was amazing how quickly I was able to take the things that I had learned and apply it to real, being a real estate agent and, you know, build up a pretty good business in a quick, in a short period of time. And then I also was like, doing open houses. Like I was doing two or three open houses a week. And then I took my open houses, like 10 X them, you know, this was like, okay, I'm not going to just put up four signs. I'm going to put up, you know, 14 signs and, you know, and I'm going to make coffee and I'm going to have cookies. And, you know, I just did everything to the the 10th degree to try to get, get off the launch pad with my career. So what I made up for with lack of experience or lack of a pipeline or any business, I just made up for with hustle, grit, determination, relentless action. And no, actually things happen. Yeah. The no regrets mentality. That's all what I always call it. I mean, I'm, I'm not going to have any regrets at the end of the day, What win, lose or draw, you know, or like if you're, you know, you come from an athletic background, you know, you leave it all on the field, right? Yeah. No matter what happens, you let, I, we say on the mat, cause I, my wrestling background, but okay. uh, you know, we left it all on the mat and you can't, you know, and the same in business, you know, if you, if you gave it every shot and you did everything yep. you were supposed to do, you're not going to have any regrets about it yeah. when lose the draw, you know? Yeah. Continue. 100%. Tell me, tell me about moving into the team format. I think like my, my third year, we might've sold 50 houses. I mean, I might've sold, done 50 transactions somewhere in that range. And, and I thought, wow, okay, this is, this is coming fast and hard. And I had hired an assistant and there was a guy in town and he had built a team. And it was, uh, it was like, wow, that's pretty cool how he scaled his business by bringing on other agents and how does that work? And I started studying team models, like real estate teams. It was, a, it was like in its infancy back in 2014, let's say. So I just had the idea. It just started with a thought. That's not, hey, I want to do that. I want to have a team. And I started talking about it. And like I said, to researching it. Well, one of my clients at the time was an investor, was looking to buy buildings and, and things. And he... Uh, Hearing me talking about it, we were, hey, what's going on? I'm thinking about starting a team. And he goes, cool. Well, like two weeks later, he calls me up and he goes, hey, man, I'm going to quit my job, going to get my real estate license, and I want to join your team. Wow. <laughs> I'm like, well, Travis, Travis, I don't, I don't have a team yet, but right. I love that. Let's do it. So he, he came in and, and kind of like my plans were in the formative stage. And right. again, that's just like that Providence thing, this faith, like yeah. 
I feel like God brought him into my life to right. speed up that process. And so we started from there. And, and then I had another agent that wanted to join the team. And pretty soon it's getting bigger. But the brokerage I was at, and I thought, you know, I'm going to want, I'm going to get, I want to go big. And the brokerage I was at was like, mm, we don't love the team model. We don't wow. do that here. And I was like, well, what if I got my own office? What if I rented my own space in town? Like, would you guys help me compensate me a little bit for that or charge a lower split? It's like, nah, we're not going to do that. So it was just like every, I tried to get creative with the brokerage I was at because I loved them, you know, and yeah. I was like, this is a good thing. But ultimately I got, I want to go do this. I want to scale my business because, you know, you sell a house, you get paid, you sell a house, get paid. That's one, you know, one thing, right. but I want like 10 X, hundred X. What if I could sell a hundred houses and get paid? Right. And, and so that was just the philosophy. So ultimately I started my own brokerage uh, in 2015 started a company here in Bellingham called Bellwether Real Estate. I uh, had four other partners and we came together, started this brokerage, grew it up to, I think at our peak, we were about 70 agents and I had my team and I started really pouring into this team model. And I think uh, if anybody wants advice on how to run a team, how, what not to do, I, I think I've made pretty much every mistake a team Isn't leader can make. Isn't it the more important thing on what not to do than what to do? <laughs> I, I firmly believe that. Yeah. Now, tell me what not to do. Don't tell me what to do. I, I think I know yeah. those things, yeah. but it's the what yeah. not to do is that yeah. get you in the end. But go yeah. ahead. But it, it's been a blast um, running the team. I One of the things that I draw the great fulfillment from is watching life transformation happen right in front of my eyes. Yeah. And, uh, you know, we have one of our agents and I could tell, I could tell 20 stories like this, but one of our agents, his name's Devante. When I met Devante, he was waiting tables. Devante right. was a professional waiter in a restaurant and lived in an apartment with his wife. Nobody in his family had ever made more than six figures a year, probably not even right. close to that. Yeah. And so I met Devante and I said, well, hey, man, let's let's talk about what your dreams and goals are for your life and how real estate might be a pathway to get you there. And anyway, one thing led to another. He got his license, joined our team. And then I just poured into him like I pour into anybody else on our team. And right. I saw in him what was possible. Kind of my motto in life is to see, believe and call out the best in myself and in others. So I'm going to be here's the deal we're going to have, Tim. I'm going to be the best I can be but I expect you to also be the best you can be. Right. And let's, what if we had an agreement that that's the way we work together? I'm gonna to be my best, you be your best. I'm gonna believe in you and see the best in you and call it out, but I want you to see that in me. And then maybe we right. can make something, we can co-create something phenomenal together. Yeah. It's almost and, that equally yoked mentality, right? Yeah. I mean, you have to have that, that equality there to make it work yeah. or it doesn't work at all. Yeah. So Devante dug in, you know, he did the work. And since then, Devante has been able to, you know, earn over $100,000 a year. Devante has been able to buy his own house and move out of an apartment. Devante um, is a partner with me on a 10-unit apartment building. I partnered with people on our team to buy an investment property together. So now he's a business partner with me. And he just purchased a brand new Audi e-tron, like it got delivered yeah, two weeks ago. Good for him. So yeah. whether it's career-wise or lifestyle-wise, or there's even been a story where one of my agents just said to me, before I joined this team, I literally was considering taking my own life. Oh, wow. And this- Heartbreaking. 
being in real estate, being part of what's going on here has changed my whole outlook on life. And so I was like, wow, okay, God, you're doing something way bigger than just selling houses here. Yeah, for sure. And yeah, it's a fun journey. So that's, that's what we've done. And then really the most recent iteration in, in, in the last two years is I'm 59 years old, Tim. I'm, I'm old. And, wow. and I really want to be in Florida in the wintertime. So I've had this vision <laughs> where you are. I've yeah. had a vision for how do I do that? How do I, but I want to keep working. I want yeah. to keep impacting lives. How do I stay in Bellingham in the summer? Because there's no better place on the planet than Bellingham, Washington in the summer months. Yeah, beautiful. But then in the winter months, spend some time down in Florida and pour into people down there. How could I build a team in Florida that we create, who are like-minded, we want to build something, right. create something amazing together. So I was looking at that Florida model and realizing that, wow, my little brokerage in Bellingham isn't going to be able to support an operation in Florida. I'll need to align myself with a brokerage. Right. I, knew, I called Glenn Sanford. So Glenn, yeah. I've known Glenn. Glenn's a Bellingham guy. Glenn was an right. agent in Bellingham. I have his number. So I called him. Glenn, here's what I'm thinking. He's like, great. Love that. We'd love to have you at eXp. We have a policy that if you're in eXp in one state, you can you have to be in eXp in every state you operate in. You can't be at different brokerages, competing brokerages. Right. Like, oh, wow, I'll have to leave the company that I started in order to do that. Glenn Sanford, I feel like, is one of the most insightful people I know, wise and humble. Innovative, and for sure. Innovative, yeah. And I was like, my level of respect for Glenn is just off the charts. And so yeah. I look at his model and what he's created, and I talk to a lot of other broker owners and team leaders around the country. Why did you move your brokerage to EXP? Why did you move your team to EXP? Yeah. And I'm hearing the same thing over and over again. And I'm like, finally, I just said, okay, I'm going to take a sheet of paper, draw a line down the middle, all the reasons to go to EXP, all the reasons to just stay where I'm at. And it was like 20 to one. Um, yeah, ratio. close, right? And I was like, at the end of the day, I was like, the only reason I want to stay where I'm at is because that's what's comfortable and that strokes my ego. Right. And all of the other reasons I should go to EXP or I want to go to EXP were like, these are just wise decisions for myself and my family and my team. And so what happened was ultimately in March 2021, we're almost two years in now, I moved my team to EXP, went to my business partners at Bellwether and said, guys. I think we should do this as a brokerage. I think just move the yeah. whole brokerage over and be a be a, mag, a mega team. And they're like, yeah, we just really want to stay boutique. And I'm like, okay, I can respect that, but I need to right. go do this. Right. And so we had a very amicable separation. Um, still right. love those guys. See them all the time. Talk to them. I launched a new brand name for our team. We are now the Redwood Group at yeah. EXP. Yeah. And uh, we have a great office. I I bought an office space. I know EXP is a virtual company. But they're the platform that supports what I'm doing. Yeah. And so I got this incredible platform called EXP Realty. And then I have my office that our team runs out of right there in Bellingham. And then I'm building my business, a bigger business beyond my team. I'm building a bigger team through the EXP platform. They have a, they have a revenue sharing model where I'm yes. pouring into, like right now, there's 40 agents between Bellingham and Olympia that I'm right. collaborating mm -hmm. with on how do we how do we make our businesses better? How do we improve the quality of our lives? How do we experience greater freedom? And we're all committed to that. And so I'm in a mastermind with 40 other agents Fantastic. that all want the same thing. And so, Tim, that's my intention is to come to Florida and, and do oh. the same thing. 
I will always be here to help you. As a matter of fact, if you stay on for a minute after the after the program, I'll share a couple of things with you. Okay. Uh, I don't. I'll I'll drop some names you may know, you may not know. You should know a couple of them that are doing exactly what you envision, uh, and they are close friends of mine and or mentors and or clients and something else that we work on. But I would love to share that with you and, and help you along in that in that facet. We are winding down a little bit, Tim. I did yeah. want to say, first and foremost, how would someone get in touch with you? Well, you know, my phone number, 360-223-0190. Call, text on the phone, email, tim.redwoodgroupnw.com, tim.redwoodgroupnw.com. And then, you know, if you go into Facebook, Instagram, just type Tim Cornwall, I'll pop up there. You're everywhere, right. I so, hope so. Yeah, <laughs> I'm sure you are. So I did want to, uh, I, something I always do, and I, I want to allow it for you as well. And I always say you're the hit and I'm just the DJ spinning, you know, spinning the records. If anybody listening knows what records are. So I wanted you to take us out, you know, give us a good word, whether it be about, you know, work, family, pet, dog, faith, whatever it might be, whatever's on your heart, soul, or mind, share it with us on the way out, Tim. Oh, wow, Tim, you put me on the spot. That's amazing. Yeah, I love doing that. Got to keep the feet moving. <laughs> I know you got a good word for it somewhere. Yeah, you know, and, and I and I am constantly sharing this with my team to the point that they can't. They're just they're so tired of it. You know, uh, I just I'm I'm so inspired by the opportunity to live life to the fullest. And really, I would say this that at the end of the day, there's kind of a banner that I look at every single day, and, and it says John 10, chapter 10, verse 10. John 10, mm -hmm. 10. And you know, if you believe that the Jesus was the creator of the universe if that's part of your faith story he said these are his words that he came to earth so that we could experience life to the fullest right and so it's my philosophy and belief system is this that if my creator says to me hey tim my intention for you is that you live life to the full then i'm obligated every day to figure out what that looks like and so you talked about this no regrets it really feeds into that no regrets philosophy is that how do we do that every day? How do I pursue my fullest potential with passion? And, and so I would just say anybody that, if anybody's vibing me three, with me right now, or is like, that's missing from my life, I would love to have a conversation about just coaching, mentoring, and like, how do you get there? How do you get from being stuck? I am not living my life to the fullest, and I want that. I would be happy to engage in a conversation with, you know, try to discover that with somebody. Yeah, I'll tell you right now, anybody listening or actually anybody I come in contact with, I'll, I'll send them your way that I feel fits that profile because I think you you definitely are, are living that. And that's I think that's what people are looking for. Tim, thank you so much for being on the program. Hang with me one more minute, you know, as soon as we're done. But I do look forward to uh, continuing this relationship and catching up with you, you know, over the next three, six, nine months. And especially seeing you in Orlando. And then, uh, you know, maybe having that discussion on how to get you down here to Florida, at least for right. half a year. <laughs> Thanks, Tim. Thank you so much.